back in the booth for another episode of The Bunt, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans. Remember it. Write it down. Take a picture. I don't give a fuck. Vans is the original action sports footwear and apparel brand, and they are continuing to push the boundaries of performance skate apparel with the Versa franchise. Both the Versa hoodie and the Versa Q-Zip DX provide the opportunity to feel comfortable and effortless without sacrificing style. Vans merged the classic aesthetic with functional technology to create two pieces that address everyday utility through the use of easy-to-breathe materials. Everyone knows skateboarders need clothes that last, and setting it apart from other action sports apparel, the Versa hoodie combines fleece with a higher quality cotton yarn to increase durability and prevent wear and tear when you're out there rolling around on the ground at your local skate park. It's starting to get real chilly in these streets. Hey Vans, send me a box. Your boy needs that Versa hoodie, eh? Vans, off the wall since 1960 motherfucking six. Drop that bitch. And now, live from Studio E, the bunt with Safer and Donovan. Just like Jose Bautista and Edwin Encarnacion used to do for the Blue Jays, we went back to back the last two weekends. From Dime, we went to House of Vans right in our backyard. T-Dot, it was wild. Big shouts to Vans. Thank you so much. But here we are, another Wednesday, and we're back delivering the People's Podcast, the greatest podcast in the world. Y'all know I'm D. Jones. I got the ghost with me. Ants one's behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. Still, still. Say, break it down, man. Yo, yo, yo. Before we break down this app, I just got to give a sincere apology to the homie ZK603, a.k.a. Zach, the dude I called out for not paying up his bet after the game escape. Unfortunately for him, I called him out on wax two hours before he emailed me. Uh, he emailed us saying, where could he send his money? Got the money. So uh, I just want to say you're a real one, Zach. And shout out to your dog, Luna. You diggy. Enough respect. Now back to business, yo. This week, we talking to the one, the only, young stunner coming up heavy, Justin Henry, Vans, Quasi Skateboards. Yo, this guy's a fucking beast, yo. But that won't stop me from dunking on his ass. Then we taking you to the post office, and you already know we wrapping it up with the rundown. <laughs> Before we go any further, make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live. Like us on Facebook at The Bunt, and head over to TheBuntLive.com, because y'all know what time it is. Those new clothes is dropping next Wednesday, baby. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you're there on time. Last time a bunch of people were complaining that shit sold out. So you know what I'm saying? Line up, 7 p.m. You know what to do. Get your bun tee, your bun hoodie, your long sleeve. It's popping, y'all. <laughs> the merch is going to go fast, so don't miss out. Like we said, we got Justin Henry in the building this week. Most of y'all probably know him for that Wally nose blunt. But off the board, the man is one of the greatest. Vans family. Loves basketball, so it was only right that we got him on the show. Don't let his quasi-intro fool you. One of the nicest dudes we've had in Studio E. 
real as they come. Yo, let's hop into that interview, blood. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You know what time it is. Tradition around here at Studio E, dog. Head over to the fridge, man. Bro, if I'm trying to detox after these back-to-back weekends of sin, but shit, I guess we got to crack a cold one. Steam whistle. Canada's premium pilsner. We got this shit running through our veins now, baby. The only buzz. Justin Henry in the building right now. What's going on, player? Nothing much. Just back home in Columbus, Ohio, kicking it, chilling. So we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment. Damn, favorite skate moment, huh? Oh, man, probably just honestly when I just went to this dime event. <laughs> just seeing, like, no, it sounds crazy, but, like, just all the people there, just seeing all the all the homies. I don't usually get to go to too many events like that, but uh, that one was a good one. And then probably fucking just seeing like Jake and Al skate in person. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds random, but. Did you skate? You didn't skate in the contest, did you? Nah, nah, I didn't skate in the, I didn't skate in the, like the actual glory challenge in the arena, but I did like. I did like one trick in the street challenge. Yeah, you made a it pop like, over the rail, man. Switch 180. Yeah, yeah. Pain. Hell yeah. Yeah, switch 180. I got tossed like three times. <laughs> the ground was so rough and the hill was so steep. Yeah, it looked like you were trying switch blunt transfer on one of the attempts. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, dude, I almost died. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. I got it, though. That's dope, though, man. It's an insane weekend in Montreal for Dime. Yeah, yeah. Dime event was sick. Shout out to Dime. Shout out to. Actually, I ain't gonna shout out DC shoes. <laughs> shout out Vans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out Vans. It was a Vans though. party, Doc. Yeah, it was a Vans. Shout out Ryan Desenzo's tray bomb. That blew my mind, yo. Oh yeah, my fucked. god. He landed yeah, right man. in the worst of the ground too, man. Yeah, he didn't care. Oh. Uh Shanahan's Nolly was butter too. <laughs> oh shit. That was crazy. Shanahan always kills it, yeah. yeah. That was a fucking turned up weekend. Um what about favorite sports moment? I think where I think I know where we're going with this, man. Uh, I bet you guys already know. Favorite sports moment has to be 2016 oh <laughs> yeah. NBA Finals Game Seven. LeBron James running in the backcourt. Iguodala <laughs> thinks he has a wide open lamp. He has a wide open lamp, and out of nowhere. Batman just comes through and swats the hell out of the ball to save the game, yo. And the Cavaliers ended up winning that, uh, winning the series and winning the the title, first title in Cleveland history for like over like 52 years or something like that. Dude, that was the most insane games, uh, seven game series I ever seen, man. I know it was pretty crazy. It was definitely a treat to watch, but it had, almost gave my family and I like a heart attack. <laughs> We were so scared. And Kyrie with the dagger. Woo! Dude, sweet, Kyrie's me, sweet man. Sweet music, man. I was bummed he left, but shout out Kyrie. Dude, I ended up, I like went to the parade for that and stuff. I got to see all those dudes like dap them up because I was like front row. They were just oh, like damn. chilling in like the their cars and stuff. Everybody was like in a convertible, like a bottle of champagne and stuff going nuts. Damn. Yeah, JR was, shirtless summer. Yo, he was he was shirtless with with some like van skate highs on, <laughs> and the henny probably. Yeah, he didn't know he had henny on him. Wow, man, uh, that was one of the worst days of my life. 
as a sports fan. <laughs> you don't like the Cavs? You hate the Cavs? No, I hate, I hate LeBron. Yeah. You hate like, LeBron? Shout out Kyrie. I was happy JR got a championship. It's happy for a lot of those dudes, but I just don't. I can't stand LeBron. He's the fucking worst. Damn. Even though he's building schools and stuff in Akron? No, no, that's dope. Off the court, <laughs> off the court, he's dope. I'm just, as a basketball player, I'm not a fan of him at all. I despise him, actually. Damn. I- I'm happy for you, I guess. <laughs> nah, yeah, that was, you know, all of Ohio was going crazy for that one. So tell us about coming up in Columbus and uh, how'd you get into skating, bro? Uh, I got into skating extremely young. I was like six and I just got into it because like my brother, he got a board. So my parents by default bought me a board as well. But we were always like, we were always bouncing off the walls and stuff like, like jumping bikes and like, you know, like just like on the swing set, like trying to swing as high as you can and jumping off. So like when we both got boards, we were just like, you know, another thing to just go crazy on. Uh, we had a, uh, we had a next door neighbor who was like a little bit older. He skated. So he kind of gave us the rundown, you know, but then he also like exposed us to like the uh, like mischievous side of it, mischievous <laughs> side. So I couldn't say that right, but like you know, no, it was just sick. He was like teaching us curse words and like you know, he was like this one time he was like, yo, like he's like you'll take this baseball bat and we're like, what, what do we need this for? And he was like, watch this. And he went up to the neighbor's house and started smashing all their like lights in there yard and stuff so we were like oh, all right let's do it and we started hitting it too like we just go hell? we just go skate every we go skate every day just like on some skate rat stuff you know what i mean so i mean i've been i've been skating since i was six so and then columbus it's not one of the bigger cities but it's still a city and it has a good skate scene we just have like good skate shops shout out embassy board shop for always holding it down i mean it was before embassy it was called sun sports and then one of the workers, when Sun Sports went out of business, started Embassy Board Shop. So he's been holding it down for the city. Uh, good Midwest spots. Hell yeah. Real crusty. You know, everybody talks about New York, Philly, all the East Coast, but Midwest, like Pittsburgh, Columbus, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Detroit, Kentucky. Everything's real crusty out here, you know? That Rust Belt, man. Rust Belt. You already know. What was your neighbor's name, yo? Give him a shout out if he's listening. Nah, yo, I can't even remember. I think it was Matt. Oh, it was, yo, I was six, yo. True. I was real young, <laughs> like real young. Yeah, maybe he is listening. Who knows, yo? That'd be funny. <laughs> so, yo, you're a quasi man, Vans man. Uh, how did it all go down, man? What was your first big break into the skate industry? Uh, so at the time, I was riding for uh, Five Borough actually shout out fibro they were like flowing me boards and uh i like went to this one day my homies hit me up to go to like this quasi quasi skateboards instrument skateboards and uh, absorb skateboards it was like this like barbecue in dayton ohio at the worst skate park you could ever go to but the most fun and i was like all right yeah like i'll go like you know what i mean whatever not thinking anything of it so we roll up to the barbecue. I'm just skating around like normal. And like uh, Chad Bowers and uh, my homie Chaw, who uh, used to work for Quasi, they were there. And like, I guess they were just rocking with me. You know what I mean? Just watching me in person and stuff like that. So 
at the end of the day, Chad came up to me. He was like, yo, let me start flowing you boards. And I was just like, hell yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, already, I didn't even have to think about it. Like, I already knew Quasi was sick. It's uh, from Ohio. And uh, I, like, sent him a little bit of footage earlier on, like, before that barbecue and stuff. So I was I was stoked right there. So ever since then, I got my – oh, I got my first box on my – uh on my 21st birthday boxes baby i was like fuck yeah it showed up i was like no way like all the <laughs> graphics were all the graphics were so wet i didn't even want to skate them i just <laughs> wanted to hang them on the wall but uh i got my first box from then and then uh from then on quasi was chilling and then vans funny story about vans i'm from columbus but even more specific i'm from westerville ohio which is just a smaller suburb like literally right outside of the city like 10 minute drive and Chad Knight is from oh. Westerville. <laughs> yeah, I know the story's weird. Now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Knight's from Westerville, Ohio as well. And I had a like a mutual friend, John, who uh grew up with Chad in Westerville. And then John met me just through skating. And he was like, Yo, Chad does 3D graphic design at Vans. Let me get like give him your footage to pass on to somebody at Vans. And I was like, Hell yeah, let's do it. I, I wasn't riding for any shoes at the time. Chad gets the footage. He thinks it's sick. He passes it on to uh, one of the dudes at Vans, like one of the team managers at Vans. And the fuck, they sent they sent me a box. <laughs> like they were Damn, just like, yeah, yeah. I, just, I got Secure, a box, and baby. and I was just ta- I kept talking to them. And then you know, like a year later, they took me on a van, like my first Vans trip, my first ever skate trip, actually. You know, Vans took me on a trip. It was like real gnarly. It was a summer tour. And we Oof. traveled through, like, from, like, the Midwest to the East Coast. The whole team was there. Like, first ever skate trip. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. I never see pros. Ever. Yeah. It's, like, Ave, Dill, like, Gilbert, Dan Lu, Kyle, Chima. Like, you, I, like, walk into the hotel. And, like, Chima and Kyle walk out of a hotel room. They just, like, they kind of, like, look me up and down. I, like, looked at them. <laughs> I was so I was so scared, yo. That was crazy. But uh, from then on out, though, yeah, Vans has been like rocking with me heavy. So same with Quasi, and then you know all the other sponsors come after that, like Brixton, Independent, Spitfire, uh, yeah, Bone Swiss, Brixton Unions, turn up full list these days, man. Yeah, Just got secured the box. Yeah. <laughs> Chad Akwazi told us that you're the only man who's ever sent in footage that he's ended up putting on. Yeah, yeah, he said that. It's feel pretty good, man. So that, I guess the footage I sent did work. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, that tape must have been hot, B. I don't know. I was just like... <laughs> Vans and Quasi. I, I was like a little... Uh, I was a little <laughs> rat, dude. I would be hunting down emails. <laughs> <laughs> I would hunt down people's emails and send footage. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, well, that's what you got to do sometimes, huh? You got to secure the box one way or another, man. For sure. <laughs> so back to basketball for a minute. We heard that you believe that if you'd eaten better as a kid, you'd be in the <laughs> NBA right now. <laughs> Tell us about that. Yeah, look, I don't know where you're getting plugged this info from. That was a conversation like last week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, I had this thought. Yo, number one, I ball. Whoever wants to try and challenge me out there one-on-one, hit me up. I ball hard. And I told myself if I ate, like, way more and I worked out, you know what I mean? Like, if I was on, like, a legit high school basketball eating and workout regimen, I think 
I would have maybe got a little bigger, like grew a little bit. Like I told, I told my homie, I was like, yo, I think I'd be like six five or something. You know what I mean? Like, and he started laughing. He was like, dude, you can't just grow like that. But I feel like you can. I feel like if you work out and you eat right and you eat the proper meals, like, and you eat more than you should, you can grow. Mm-hmm. It's like a plant or something. I don't know. <laughs> How tall are you Wait. now? Uh, I'm probably like six two. Okay. Yeah, I'm oh, six two. Don't kill me. Nah, maybe, uh, maybe it's false. I don't know. Some scientists. Safe has gone on record to say that he is the number one skater slash baller on oh. the universe, man, or in oh. the universe. So we gotta set this up, bro. Right? Next time I see you, it's on. Nah, yeah. When I come to Toronto, we're, we're doing it. And oh. you know, people might not know because you look like a beast, but you're a youngin. You're only twenty three. <laughs> You know your boy's 30, so I got that old man strength Those on you. Those old bones boxing I'll out. I'll back you down. It'll be a good game. We both can dunk. Yeah, well, you said you could dunk. You couldn't find the clip on your phone, though. I showed you mine. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Just wait, wait till this is done. <laughs> yeah, send that clip. You know what's funny hearing you say that, though? I used to have the exact same thoughts because fucking, I, I played on my high school team and all that shit, and I'm like, yo, if I didn't start skating, I feel like skating fucked my knees and stunted my growth and shit. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I would have been in the fucking NBA too. Yo, we but, both uh, we both would have been in the league. Minimum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a nice seat at Let's the end of the bench. Just choose to believe there, that, man. man. All right, hey, straight up, I could have made I could have made D League. That's right. Now that I'm older, I'm like I could have played overseas. Like when I was younger, I was like, yo, I could have been in the league for sure. But yo, I'm now 6'1". we know that those guys overseas got it nice, man. Yeah. Quick three month season and they're back, living like superstars over there. They get they get paid pretty well. Oh yeah, it's not too late for you, Justin. Just say goodbye to all your sponsors and go get that that European basketball money, man. All right, I'm out. I'm <laughs> out of here. Actually, you could do both, man. Just live in Barcelona, skate up, skate in the off season, collect those fat basketball paychecks right, for three months, and you're good. So yo, Jordan versus LeBron, everyone's favorite comparison, and there can only be one goat, man. Who are you taking? LeBron, easily. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron, always. Of course, that's what the 23-year-old's going to say. But look, hold on, hold on. I'm going to say this right here <laughs> on record. Nobody will ever do it like Jordan did it, ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Three rings, leaves the league, three more? Are you kidding me? Come on, that's gangster. But look, as a basketball player, LeBron James is bigger, stronger, faster, He's just all around smarter. He can make a team better. Dude, he, he made... Look at the dudes he brought a ring to, you know what I mean? He has JR looking like a superstar. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He has JR looking like a bum-ass scrub. All right, He just right. forgets when the fucking... Well, how much time is left in the game and who has the lead. He didn't do that to him. <laughs> Je- come on. I agree, come man. On. It's like Jordan had a better career, and he's more, uh, more cutthroat when you need him, man. He's going to win you the game. But all in all, LeBron is a better athlete. He's just like, he's the best athlete about on the ath- planet, you know? We're saying basketball player, not athlete. That's what I'm saying. So if they were to play one-on-one. And Jordan also never got tired and could sleep like half an hour and then win a finals game. Fucking hung over his shit coming from the casino. Coming he from was, the golf he, course. He is one of the greatest athletes, if we're just talking like athletics as well. It's just recency bias, man, especially from the youth. Justin, because they get to watch LeBron every day. But if you look at Jordan's numbers, like LeBron will like break one of Jordan's records here and there, and 
you get to watch him break a record. But, but the league's way more improved now than it was back the then. The league is so good now. Yeah, that's everything's subjective, man. Everything. No, subjective. it's obvious. It's clear that the, There's the players better are athletes. better and faster now. Exactly. But so, what do you think? The best player in the league now is obviously going to be better than no. The best that's player not in the obvious league. at all. It's think pretty about obvious. Jordan dominated, and then he dominated Kobe when Kobe was young. Then Kobe fucking dominated when LeBron was young. Like, there's still guys who it doesn't matter what generation it is that will dominate but the league today. You can go off and say though, right? You're you're not like a person that's like, oh, it's, it's the rings though. You're going on. No, you're no, not I'm, even I'm not talking about, about just, you're just the talking rings. About dominating the game. Yeah. So LeBron going to the finals eight years in a row. Since 2010, yeah. he has been in the finals. That's not dominating the league. That's dominating the That's league. That's dominating the whole NBA for the past <laughs> almost decade. Yeah, definitely. And Jordan went six years in a row and won all six times. So it doesn't get much better than that. And, like, yeah, but when he get, we don't have to get into it, but the, the Eastern Conference has been an absolute joke for, like, half the times LeBron went to the finals. Come on. Like, you're beating the Pacers. You're beating, like, fuck, such shitty teams in the conference finals half the time. It's just been, there's been too many cakewalks for me to put that ultimate respect on his name. I'll never put him over Jordan. Ever. But that's you'll, just you'll me. Never, like, so now that he's in L.A., if he does work out in the West, you're going to be like, we're going to come back on here, right? I'm so happy he finally went to the West and he ain't going to go to the damn finals and this fucking streak. But, no, I give him mad respect for the streak. It's, like, insane. But, I don't know, Miami super team. I give him more respect for the last four with Cleveland than the first four with the Heat. Like, I respect the shit of him. I just don't think he's better than Jordan, and I hate him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that, that question was set up. We're, we're both pretty uh, biased towards our answers. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Donald just wanted to double-team me. Dude, I watched, I, some help, G. I watched this man. LeBron James go to the casino at like two. I saw him at the casino at two a.m. Like just throwing cash, just like gambling. He comes back that on the Sunday game at three and drops the illest triple double ever. This man, <laughs> we literally saw him in the casino the night before. Like we like somehow it was crazy, and uh, he dropped a triple double the next day. Wow! Come on, man, he's a That's beast. It. That's Allen Iverson-esque slash Jordan-esque. Yeah, true. Ghost, the search is over. We have finally found the perfect skate jean. It's the Labor 5 Pocket denim pant from Brixton, a relaxed fit with 14 ounce denim that is perfect for every skater's needs. Man, some of our favorite skaters be part of the Brixton Union looking real good in them streets. None other than this week's guest, Justin Henry, certified boss. Another favorite of ours, Brad Cromer, and Canadian legend and rookie pro Xander Mitchell. Man, you know what to do. Head over to Brixton.com right now and get yours. So tell us a little bit more about your running with LeBron. Being a big fan, did you dap him up or what? Nah, so yeah, I ran into LeBron at the casino. And uh, we're going down the escalator to like just like I think one of the homies wanted to go to the bar or something. We're going down the escalator. And uh, I actually heard somebody call out. They like hollered LeBron. 
Like they screamed it like LeBron. And I was like, <laughs> I thought they were talking to me actually. And I like, <laughs> I, I like, you know, I don't know. I like, so I, I did one of those things where I kind of like looked around over my so- shoulder and like, as I turned LeBron James is like passing us. And like, I was like speechless. I start hitting all my friends. Like we were bugging out. So we just do a U-turn and get back on the escalator follow him we're like riding it like talking to each other like are you serious like we gotta catch him <laughs> but but like the thing was lebron had his hat so low and his like earbuds in and like just like casual clothing that we knew he wasn't trying to be like jammed yeah. up in the casino and uh he gets off and he's like walking real fast we're a little bit behind him there's only like 10 of us everybody else in the casino they were like gambling so nobody saw him it was like really weird and this dude, LeBron, just walked straight into the high stakes room. I was like, I ain't got, like, money, so I'm not going in the high stakes room. My one friend was like, my one friend was like, oh, fuck it. Like, I'll go back there. So my friend goes back there, and he saw, like, the table LeBron was at, and, like, the minimum was, like, a 1000 Like, oh, you know man. what I mean? Like, it was crazy. He was in there late. Like, he was in there till like, for sure, 2.33 the night before a game. And then, like I said, he, on a Sunday comes back and like drops a triple double and in our heads we're like we're like little does everybody know he's like at the casino the night before just gambling so hard but hey that's lebron james when you're the best in the world you can do whatever it's that pro athlete life man it feels so good to be the the fucking dude at the the dealer the dealer and (laughs) and fucking take lebron's money yeah yeah (laughs) for sure lebron's hooking him up with a fat tip for sure yeah no that dealer was definitely coming out good Oh, yeah. <laughs> so speaking of running into athletes, we heard you also ran into Ted Ginn Jr. But uh, we also heard you were a little shook this time around, man. Dude, this is the same night. <laughs> what the, fuck? the same night. It, we're like already bugging about LeBron. All of us came up on money, too. We're like stoked. We're like, yeah, hell yeah. We got the game tomorrow. So we leave. It's like three in the morning. We're like, all right, fuck, let's go to the deli right by the casino. And this deli's hood. Cleveland's hood, yo. We mm-hmm. walk in. They got, like, Ghostface Killers been up in there. Like, all these rappers <laughs> are, like, hanging on the wall and stuff. And we're, like, we're in line. We have, like, a couple of drinks. And this dude in this all, like, lime jumpsuit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, real hood, like, Coogee jumpsuit or something. Like, oh, yeah. he's, like, he comes in. Well, he has, like, this huge broken arm. And he comes in. He, like, cuts us in line. And he like he's like making a scene, you know what I mean? Cause he's in line, he's like, "Yo, yo, what's up? I said no mail. I said no mail." Like, <laughs> like bugging. Like he's like, I was like, "Oh sh," I was like, "Yo, yo, should we leave?" Like, "Yo, we gotta leave." He's about to like pull out a gun or something, you know what I mean? He's like, he's like the clerk. <laughs> the clerk is shook. We're shook. We're sitting there. He's bugging. So finally, we pay and we leave, and we're like, we're like, "Whoa, that man was hood." Whatever. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, good thing we got out of there. Like, sick. Yeah. So we go back to the hotel. The next day, <laughs> the next day we go to the game and we're chilling. And they, like, they start playing Ted Ginn Jr. highlights on the, like, Ohio State. And we're, everybody's sharing, like, yeah, Ted Ginn. We're like, I wonder where he's at. You know what I mean? Like, I can't wait to see him. The dude pops up. Ted Ginn pops up on the big screen. He's, like, waving. And I look up. And I'm like, Whoa. That's the dude from the, <laughs> like, like I was like, that's the dude. He had the broken arm and everything, oh, like the shit. he had the braids and everything. And I, I start once again, I'm tapping him. I'm like, yo, look at the big screen. It's Ted Ginn. <laughs> yo, we were dying. It was Holy so funny. Fuck. And he that's was like, crazy. 
I thought the funniest thing was like he's like saying what to little kids and like signing autographs but then like the, the image in my head is him like <laughs> like getting huge in the deli like what's up nigga like oh yeah yeah like I'm gonna kill you bro no mail like it was crazy wow. it was crazy oh. yeah Le- LeBron and Tay again they get dark before a game yeah. <laughs> they come back and start signing signing little babies and stuff wow. holy shit yo I'm not joking that was one of the best nights of my life that was so fun it was That's so funny. Epic yeah. as fuck. Yeah, it was cool. Shout out Cleveland for that one. Jesus. The moral of the story is you better not fuck up Ted Ginn's sandwich, yo. Dude, yo, no matter how much money somebody has, if they're from the hood, they'll always be hood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy shit. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall for that one. Yeah, it was funny. We heard you threw your friend in front of you to fucking protect you. You were shook. Nah, 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 now, now he lying, he lying. <laughs> nah, that's the info we get. Nah, I stood there, I, yo, I just stood there like a man. <laughs> I was, I was shook, but I'm not gonna like throw a homie in front of me or something. <laughs> nah, he lying. Nah, I'm just kidding. Maybe I did. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> that's fucking amazing. So yo, back to skating again. Uh, we loved your part in the quasi video. Fucking kind of. Came out of left field, weren't really familiar with you at the time. But uh, one of the favorite clips we had in there of yours was the Wally to Noseblunt. Your fucking B-sides just came out today. And unfortunately, we didn't get to see the attempts. I wanted to see the process behind that one. Tell us about that battle, because you look relieved when it was over. Yeah, uh, like if you watch the B-sides, there's really, there's no attempts. It's just the land. It's double angle. I just (laughs) actually, I just watched it. Somebody tagged me in it, so I watched it and... uh, when you watch it, I like land the nose blunt, right? Or Wally nose blunt. And when I roll on mm. the grass, I just collapse. Yeah. I, I couldn't even like stand. I couldn't even think. I collapsed. And uh, that was on my first ever Vance trip with the whole team there. Oh, shit. Everybody was there. I'm talking like Ave and everybody. And like as I'm trying it, Dill is just like screaming. He's like, you want this. You want this. Like, don't let this go. And like, I'm like, dude. I have to, I'm going to be carried out on a stretcher before I get this trick up. You know what I mean? So I, mm-hmm. I tried it for like two hours in New Jersey. It was like 90 degrees. I started out with a beanie on. I don't know why. <laughs> I had a beanie <laughs> on while I was trying it. And like, dude, at the end of it, I was dead. But oh my Lord, yo. It wasn't even like, I got to the spot and the, everybody was looking at the handrail. And I was looking at this like Wally channel and like I didn't even think about Nosebone. I was just like, yo, is anybody Wally 50 did or whatever? Yeah. So, and, no, and people were like, nah, nobody was Wally that ever. And I was like, what the hell? Like, so I was like, what? So I Wally 50 did for fun. Wally tail slid it for fun. And yeah. after I did the Wally tail slide, yeah, Gilbert filmed the, the Wally 50 on Wally tail slide on his phone. But then he like, he said one day, like in the, he was in the hotel and he said his phone was acting weird. So he slammed his phone on the wall and it broke. So oh, I lost, wow. <laughs> I lost those, but it was like real <laughs> funny. Gil's funny dude. But uh, yeah, I do the Wally tail side and that's when it like opened the door for like anything. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you Wally right. tail side, you can Wally nose blunt. If you Wally nose blunt, you know, maybe I ain't gonna speak on that. I'm gonna go back someday, get some other <laughs> stuff. I ain't gonna talk about it have some busters jacking my stuff you know what i mean <laughs> but uh yeah i did the wally nose one that, that was probably like i'll never forget that day ever fucking uh solidified yourself as a boss in the eyes of the vans crew dude that's uh, how we do it when i was in montreal 
like when I saw y'all, like people were coming up. They didn't even like say what up. They were just like, "Yo, Wally knows Blunt." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, my my name's Justin." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But it was funny. Yeah, that, that was a savage clip, man. That's a signature clip, man. That's like LeBron's rundown block on Igudala. Yeah. You know, that's that's pretty sure probably up there. I don't know though. LeBron's was pretty brawly. <laughs> <laughs> so yo, also in that part, the intro, you're straight snapping on that dude. You got his phone or something, you're cheesed. You seem like the nicest guy. Seems pretty out of character. What was going on in the intro, man? You went Ted Ginn on him, yo. Oh. Yo. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to again. I'm from the hood too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, look, straight up, I'm extremely nice, and I don't, I don't condone fighting or anything like that. And usually, I'm re- like, I'm really respectful at spots. That was so. I'm, if you watch the B sides, it's the uh, Wally to Wally, the Wally right? Wally front wall ride in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows if you're skating house spots in San Francisco, anything can pop off. So I'm trying it. I'm almost doing it, and homie pulls up in his truck and is like on one off the rip like just on one screaming tries to hit josh wilson with his car legit damn josh josh had to jump out of the way and like smacked his mirror while jumping and like bust like you it was crazy so the dude came out hot we were all like all right this dude's too hot let's just we're chilling it's his house let's be respectful let's pack up and get out of there this is true sorry we packed up we're like yo we'll come back and paint it we're sorry everything's chill we're all chilling we're packing the things up and I see the dude like coming around the corner with his phone out. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I was like, I was shooting shotgun. I was like, yo, he's going to take a, a photo of the license plate. I was like, my, my homie Drake Johnson was there too. I was like, Drake, get out and uh, stand in front of the back license plate. I'm going to stand in front of the front license plate. Dude, he comes up to me with his phone, like filming. He's like, get out of the way. And I was like, nah, man, we're packing up. We're about to leave. And he's like, get out of the way and takes me and throws me to the ground. Damn. Like, Jesus. He was pretty old too, so I didn't expect yeah. it. Like, my bad. He did, I didn't hit the ground. Like, I did one of those things where I put my hand down and, like, stopped myself yeah. from falling. Yeah. But, yo, you put your hands on another man. Like, dude, I snapped. We were being so respectful. And for him to pull that on me, I, like, lost my mind. And, like, as you can see, I'm screaming at him. And uh, mm. before it started filming, he's, like, I was, like, screaming at him. Like, don't you ever touch me again. Like, don't do that. And he was, like, filming me, like, phone in my face. So I just snatched his phone. <laughs> yeah, like, easy thing to do like i just snatched his phone and he's like give it back and that's when i'm like screaming at him and uh i threw his i threw his phone in these bushes and so like <laughs> but it was like it was like smart it was like i threw it in the bushes so yeah, we had to go so find it film you yeah, yeah, but yeah he could get it he could get it yeah. so he couldn't film us and he could get it but we could leave without getting mm-hmm. filmed but uh all the boys always make fun of me because i'm like in the cliff i'm like go get your phone in the forest and like, yeah. but it's not a, it's not a forest. <laughs> it's just some bushes. bushes. <laughs> I'm like, get your phone in the forest. And like, I, I threw it in these bushes, and uh, yo, it got kind of weird though. He, like I, when I threw it in, he's like, he's like, he's like an old head, you know what I mean? He's like, mm-hmm. yo, he's like, I got something for you, yo. I got something for you, young blood. I'm about to be right back. And I was like, yo, we gotta go. Like he's about yeah, to shoot us. No. Like we gotta get out of there. Yeah. Then I went back. I went back to the spot on a van trip. Mm-hmm. He wasn't there. It worked. Oh, yo, I wouldn't go back there if he if he remembered you. He just pull up with the gun this time. Yeah, for, that's what I thought. But we didn't see his truck, and it was uh, it was actually like a few months later, you know. So right. it like mellowed out for sure. But oh, cooled down. Yeah, that was a funny. Yeah, I usually am not out of character like that. But yo, don't ever put your hands on me. That's that's weak. No, for sure. Yeah, it's good to hear that 
the story behind it because i mean obviously we met you we know you're a nice guy but for anyone who hasn't they might be like yo damn this justin guy's fucking crazy he's crazy you're picking on them <laughs> yeah. old heads yeah <laughs> like when i when chad showed me the part i was like ah oh, dude i don't know people might <laughs> think i'm like like insane and then it, but then like we were like nah it's really funny because he's like someday you'll just tell the story it'll be like really hilarious and i was like true and then uh also it, it happened you know like, yeah. i can't i it, it's you know it's real life i did it it happened i can't say you know like i can't like hide that i get mad whatever you know mm-hmm. so i'm cool with it but all these little kids be like dude why'd you steal his phone i'm like <laughs> y'all don't even know the story chill <laughs> uh, imagine there was a little skater kid there who witnessed that just like popped his head out the door and saw that and then the next day he saw you at like a vans contest on the big screen It'd be like you and Ted Ginn. Hell yeah. I'll walk up. <laughs> and I'll walk like, up. Yo, that's him. That's I'd, him. I'd sign his forehead. Like, <laughs> like everything's cool. <laughs> Crazy. So tell us about this fucking uh, BLT you like to eat with ham. Sounds disgusting. But uh, let's see if you can convince us or the people to try one. Y'all really getting plugged with info. All right. So one time on... <laughs> A quasi, yo! I can't even believe I'm telling the story. This is how funny. One time on a quasi trip, we're at a restaurant, and they didn't have a BLT on there, and that's that's my favorite meal to eat in the morning. We're at a breakfast, mm-hmm. I love it. It's, it's like, a perfect it was, sandwich. It's perfect sandwich. It gets me yeah. right. So I'm like, I'll just like some. I'll make one. I'll take a sandwich and I'll deconstruct it to be a BLT. So we're yeah. like sitting there. I'm ordering, and like I'm first to order, and uh. I'm like, yo, let me let me get like a like a BLT, and like she's like, what? And I'm like trying to deconstruct it, and they claim everybody, all the dudes on the team claim I ordered. Like I was like, yo, put ham on it. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Yo, for real though, ham came on the sandwich, and I'm like eating it, and I was slapping, I was dogging it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and everybody's like dying laughing, and I didn't know what they were laughing about, so I didn't even say anything. And then as the trip kept going. I'd always see them like they were like cutting out stickers and putting like BLT with ham on their boards like <laughs> and like all this crazy stuff and like I'd be like chilling at a restaurant they like yo B- uh, BLT with ham and I'd be like nah like just a BLT is fine but you know what I mean like they're like uh, but the whole time I'm like what are they talking about and finally like I get I get back home and uh, Chad's making like the article for the trip and it's like the trip name is BLT with ham like the article in Thrasher. <laughs> It's BLT with him, and he finally tells me the story, and I just started dying laughing, yo. It was so funny. So from then, from now on, it's like the inside joke. He's like, oh, BLT with him. Like, in the beginning of my part, they have, like, this nasty BLT with ham that they, yeah. they smash with a hammer. It goes by so fast because we watch the B-sides, and you actually see the full clip. And then yeah. in the intro, it happens so quick. Yeah, it was pretty, it's pretty it was funny. funny. Yeah, it was a good little inside joke. But, I mean, hey, if you want to try it out, anybody out there want to try it, it's, I dogged on it. It was good. <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm not much of a ham guy. but No, it's a turkey BLT thing for sure. But, I mean, you could do worse than ham, I guess. Real shit. Yeah, true. So, we had Josh Wilson on the pod a couple seasons ago and he told us a story about your guys time in miami can we get your take on what went down that night and for for the listeners this is the story about the the lady yeah and the potential threesome and at the time we didn't know who you were 
right or at least i didn't no i didn't either just like oh yeah justin really okay whatever and then it's actually you mr henry (laughs) yeah so look i just listened to that one and uh had me dying (laughs) it is and the whole story is like true like she we she's in the bar and she has like this dog and we're all like oh that's funny like she has a dog and she's at the bar like that's weird and uh she's like talking to like dick rizzo and we're like oh hell yeah dick like you're about to get like you know what i mean like you know just typical dude stuff like oh hell yeah he's about to pull this chick and then like next thing we know she's like sitting on josh's <laughs> lap and we're all like <laughs> we're all kind of confused we're all like back there like d- like dick's like damn dude like what what's going on i'm like dude what's what's up with this you know what i mean and then like Next thing I know, she's buying me like a Philly cheesesteak. Like, yo, you hungry? <laughs> like, I'm like, I was like, yeah. Like, you know, what I mean? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna turn a meal down. Like, yeah, whatever. So like, we're eating like a Philly cheesesteak at a bar. Like, it was like really weird, you know what I mean? But I wasn't thinking anything of it. I was like, in my head, I was just like, oh, this, this is just like weird. Like, whatever. She's just tr- really trying to be all our friends. And like, like I think. <laughs> I think Josh, you know, was like, oh, damn, I'm trying to, I'm trying to pull that. And, like, Richie's like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to pull that. Like, me? <laughs> Let me say my end real fast, yo. I was, like, chilling. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't really want her, you know? Like, she wanted to buy me a Philly cheesesteak. Would you turn that down? Hell no. No, I was hungry. So I was like, whatever. And, like, I, at the time, I was, like, you know, talking to a chick and stuff. So I was like, you know, I was cooling. And it was just funny because nobody's, like, we never even, like, talked about it like it wasn't even a possibility and like at the very end of the night we're like in our in all our heads we're like what's about to happen like we're like out there and she's like she says like the straight up like line out of the movie she's like who's walking me home tonight boys oh. and, like, you know what i mean like like something like that or, like and we all just it got like real silent you know what i mean and then, and then josh is just like i'll walk you home you know oh. what I mean? like just real assertive and she's like, all right. So they like, you know, they go back. And then Josh comes back. And he, that's when he tells us a story like, yo, like she wanted all of us. Yo. Like, you know what I mean? And we were like, we were all like, what? He's like, yeah, she wanted all of us. And like, we were all laughing so hard because like we never even talked about that. Mm-hmm. You know, that wasn't even like a thing that popped into our head because like it was just like such a weird scenario. But shout out Josh. That story is on point. Holy that shit. was good. That's too it's funny. so funny. You killed it. Quasi gangbang. That would have been some some real team bonding. Team building. Yeah. That's more that's more than team bonding. That's like, hey, you're my you're my boy for life. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, good times. That's the shit coaches dream about, man. <laughs> Josh I love how Josh just stepped up to the plate, man. Yeah. I'll walk you home. Yeah, Josh Josh he pulls, you know, he gets mad chicks and stuff, so it's probably that hair, man. For real, he looks good. Eric Barco from Embassy told us you bet him 500 bucks you could go three days without drinking. <laughs> no drinking anything. Without drinking anything? Anything. Oh, like. Not just booze. Anything. Oh, shit, like no water? No liquids, dog. Jesus. Uh, how'd that go? Well, you're still alive, so obviously you cheated. You failed, yeah. Yo, look. <laughs> what do you, you are not you a camel, dog. I'd be, I'd be alive no matter what. I haven't done the bet yet. He's about to lose a quick 500. I can't believe he even told you this. Yo, look. <laughs> I told him. I was like, three days without drinking and dying. That doesn't sound like... That doesn't sound like anything. Like I feel like I've gone like 
a day without like having a bev at my parents' house or something. No. Like I don't drink tap water. I've gone like yo, like we never have drinks. At, like when I was at my parents' house, we never have drinks. Like Kool Aid would run out or something, and I'd be like, damn, I'm not drinking tap water. I hated water when I was younger, so I just wouldn't drink anything. And I'd literally just be like, just <laughs> eat, you know, <laughs> I'd be I'd be eating every meal no bev, like smacking on some little Caesars or something, and like. I told Eric, I was like, dude, I could go three days without drinking anything at all. And he was like, I'll bet you $500. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I was about to leave Embassy Board Shop. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And he's like, dude, I can't make this bet with you. If you die, it's on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, was like, I was like, all right, fair enough. I don't want to die. So I didn't, I didn't do it. But maybe one day, I'll, I'll, if I'm broke or something, I'll take him up on it. Oh, man, that's way too funny. Yeah, yeah, you seem like you were drinking all kinds of water in your B-sides, water bottles flying at you. I like uh, I like bottled water. I, I just don't drink tap water. It's just like, it seems nasty. Just like, you know. <laughs> all right, you, all right, look, this places, is when I, It's undrinkable, yeah. I, yeah, for sure. Like, I heard about, uh, like, in, like, fracking. I don't know if that goes down in Canada or not, but in America they do this thing called fracking where yeah. they'll, like, drill and stuff, and it, like, literally contaminates water, and it really opened my eyes to water being contaminated and, like, not knowing what you're drinking. I'm not saying bottled water is better, but at least you know it's not going to be, like, some crazy, like, bacteria in there from, like, maybe some dude drilling, like, next door to your house. Yeah, but the, the water doesn't come from next door to your house comes from like water plants and shit but bottled water is not good because of the plastic man yeah true bad for the environment i drink smart water yeah smart water is all right it's still a plastic bottle though so what, what do you, you suggest gotta, brita I, filter I jesse uh yeah get a brita filter or just get over your fear of tap water man <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll get a brita filter there you go uh he also told us eric that you ran a shoplifter out of embassy that was about twice your size. How'd you get oh, the nerves man. to do that? But got shook when you ran into Ted Ginn, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I, I know was, why you know, he got shook when you ran into Ted Ginn because he's out of his mind. But Ted Ginn was out of his mind. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, this boy just got let out of the county or something. But the dude. Well, do you know he's like, a millionaire? Yeah, for real. I should have been robbing him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I was like. I was working at Embassy, and uh, it was like one of my my first like it was like the first year working there. I never had a shoplifter yet, and this like this huge dude. I don't know if you guys know who Bone Crusher is. He's like an older rapper. He doesn't really rap anymore, mm-hmm. but he has that one song. He's like, when I'm outside of the club and I think of the- oh, like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you'll find the song. It's like called well, his name's Bone song. Crusher. So I'm outside of the club. This dude literally looks exactly like him, like a straight NFL lineman, like braided hair. He walks in with his boy and uh, his homie comes up to the counter like real close, like almost like too close. And I was sitting on the chair. I got caught slipping. I didn't stand up. And I was sitting on a chair and his homie blocked me. He blocked mm-hmm. my view. And then the bone crusher dude, since he's so big, he was able to stuff like size 12s in his pants without me even wow. like telling, you know what I mean? And they split. So I was like, so Bar- Eric Barco comes in and he's like, yo, what happened to these shoes? Like, we have, like, a sale rack. And he's like, yo, what's up with these shoes? And I was like, damn, these dudes got me. Like, we watched the tape, and it happened. I got got. So then I was like, I was pissed. I was like, I'm never, ever going to get, like, I'm never going to get caught slipping ever again. So it's like literally a week later, Bone Crusher dude comes in. My mouse, I'm like, I'm getting juiced. I'm like, all right, hell yeah. There's, like, 
a kid and his dad. I'm like gripping their board, and he comes in. He came in alone too, and I was like, "All right, yeah, like, <laughs> all right." You know what I mean? So like in my head the whole time, I'm like thinking all this stuff. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm a yeah. When he when he tries to steal, I'm a I'm a sock him in his mouth. Like I'm gonna get him. You know what I mean? And like. So I'm like gripping the dude's board and I'm like looking over at him and I look over and I see him stuffing shoes in his pants wow. and I froze. Yo, I got mad scared. <laughs> I got so scared. I was like, cause I knew, I knew I had to say something, but a part of me was like, yo, you could totally act like you didn't see anything <laughs> and keep gripping this board and let yeah. this dude go and like not even make a, like not even confront him about it. Yeah. But I was like, I love Barco or Eric, Eric Barco so much. And I love the shop that I was like, Yo, I gotta be a man. So I walk around the counter and I like walk up to him. I'm like, yo. He's like, what up? And I was like, come on, yo. Like, take those out of your pants, dude. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, look, I saw you stuff those shoes down your pants. We're a small store. We barely make any money. We're just a skate shop. Like, go do that at like Foot Locker or something. Mm-hmm. And like, in my head, I was like, I'm gonna get thrown through the glass <laughs> right now. What like, you gotta I, say? I'm literally, yeah, I, like, literally, he could pick me up and throw me. I'm just like waiting for it. And then out of nowhere, he's just like, word all right man and he takes him out of his pants and he leaves and i was like yeah you can't come back and he's like word it was so chill just yeah. throw that in I was just like, yeah, yeah you're banned yeah. too man right. yeah <laughs> then he turns around no i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah no nah, it was chill so then uh yeah that was wild i thought i was gonna die but he was really cool about it i never he hasn't came back either which is tight yo Boss respect move. b fuck I don't know what I would have done in that situation. I probably would have been shook as fuck yeah, and maybe your just chest out, man. look the other way. I think you would have stood up to, stood up for the shop, dog. Yeah. I got it, well, yeah. If it was a drift, I probably would have fucking exactly. smacked fire out his eyes. <laughs> 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 we could go all day, but uh, what's next for Justin Henry, bro? Just been on, got a lot of traveling right now. Not working on any projects. Been doing like more uh, smaller edits. Like, just a lot of traveling for vans. I got uh, New York coming up October. Uh, we're going out there. We got, like, a Thrasher event, like, the death match. And then uh, after that, I come home for a few days, and then I go to Thrasher Am Scramble. Damn. So that will be cool. I know they did it the first one last year. Mm-hmm. Seemed like it did well. So uh, Burnett hit me up, and I was stoked. So I'm going to do that. Just carry out the year doing all, all those things. And then... Uh, I don't know. Just see what comes up next. Hopefully, a project presents itself. We got a, we got talks of a few things. So, just get back to it soon. Serious road dog, man. Yeah, I mean, living in Ohio, it's really cool. Like, I can film here. I have uh, my friends film extremely well. We have like, I have a friend that's a photographer who shoots a good photo, good skate shop and stuff. And uh, but at the end of the day, though, it is a Columbus, Ohio. So mm-hmm. you do have to travel to the bigger cities and make sure you're still doing it proper for anybody out there that wants to stay at home make sure you just keep traveling though hell yeah that's that's good advice to the young canadians out here too and we just got to set up this one-on-one basketball game man (laughs) (laughs) any day show yourself in toronto i'll I'll take you to a nice court cross you up back you down (laughs) maybe dunk on you we'll see guess what guess what i play in guess what shoes i play in oh bronze Hell so yeah. does he. You know, it's funny. I play in LeBron's what? too. Nah, take those. Off, Come on. What? The soldier tens are butter. I need, need them for those. the ankle support. But I did just. I just got a pair of Kobe's. So uh, Kobe's my guy. Kobe's my like your LeBron is my Kobe. I bet Kobe. Oh hell yeah. Well, uh, 
I'll, I'll wear my Kobe's. You wear your your LeBrons, and we'll see what pops you dig. Right, the finals that we far. never got because LeBron couldn't get there. <laughs> wow, right. two thousand eight, nine, ten. Just throwing that out there, right? Damn. Yo, yo, yo. Y'all know what time it is. It's Rapid Fire with the Ghost. And this week, we talking classic grip tape. Yo, if you've been under a rock and you don't know what's really good with the world's best grip tape, it's classic grip. The only grip tape that matters. Figure it out, y'all. Master the game. Head over to worldsbestgriptape.com and lace your board up real proper, real nice. Justin, you ready to get dunked on? I mean, pop off some shots. <laughs> All right, Justin, you know what time it is. Time for some rapid fire. Let's hear how Columbus, Ohio holds it down in the booth. But your quasi brothers have been known to go off when it <laughs> comes to rapid fire. So. Yeah, Dick and Josh didn't hold back. <laughs> Favorite skater? Anthony Van England. Favorite video? Mosaic. Favorite video part? Anthony Van England minefield. Favorite style? Brother Al Davis. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? Al Davis and uh, Anthony Van England, for sure. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? Jacob Johnson. Favorite trick? Nolly Crook. Artist trick for you? Inward heel. Most illegal trick? <laughs> Crook back lip. Illegal. <laughs> that works, man. Hey. I'm gonna say you did you did it well, but a trick that comes up a lot for most illegal is double flip. You 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 know you know you did one over the bump to bar. You know you did it proper, so I'll I'll give it a pass. But uh, other than that, your trick selection's flawless. You dig? Yo, <laughs> double flip over bump to bar. Come on, that was yeah chill. no no I'm, I'm, <laughs> it was cool nah, it was I cool know. yeah it was butters too yeah thank you. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Probably the Wally front nose blunt. Should have oh, said yeah. double flip, man. <laughs> double double flip. <laughs> Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed? Probably uh, Kyle Walker and Tyson Peterson grinding down like a mountainside and spinning away. <laughs> it was literally a mountain. I was just like, what? This is oh, was it the, the Feeble and Smith one? Yeah, sorry, Feeble and Smith. It was like, dude, seriously, a mountain. I was like, that, yeah. fucked. Uh, best trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> switch back, tail shove the other day or something at the skate park. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> What's the last new trick you learned? That switch back, tail shove <laughs> the other day at the skate park. <laughs> What's the one trick that got away? It's like this nose manual trick that I've, I've been trying in Columbus for like the past three years that i just don't okay, yeah, i don't yeah. i don't know if it's ever gonna i don't know if it'll let's ever not go. expose it yeah let's not expose it let us know if you get it and we'll be waiting for it in a park it's potentially slipped it's slipped away right now but it might it might be able to come back good luck bro <laughs> dream job after skating team manager or shoe design where it stay in the industry yeah favorite local brand it was this company instrument but they unfortunately just went out of business so R.I.P. Instrument Skateboards. Damn. Favorite local skater? Joe Boldazar, Kendall Boyd, and uh, 
Joe Anderson. He lives in Cleveland. Those are some local Ohio rippers right there. Sick. What's the one sponsor you regret riding for? Uh, when I was like real young, I got on like silver trucks. I just like, oh. I just quit. I was like, ah, I'm going back to Indies. Like I just, like, <laughs> I literally was just like one pair and I was done. Uh, not surprising. Favorite teammate ever? Gilbert Crockett. Worst teammate ever? <laughs> Little Cater. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, no, I, lo- I love Cater. He was, he was like, we'd be dumping water on each other and stuff when we're sleeping. So he gets scary to room with. Right, <laughs> I might right. wake up during No, I love Cater, though. Worst company? Birdhouse. <laughs> classic. Yo, yo, real fast, Quasi though. classic. Yo, Birdhouse. Hey, shout out my homie Reese. Who's that? Reese Salkin. He rides for Birdhouse. I, I, I'm not sure if they introduced him or not, but he, he had clips in the, their latest video. He's the bro. But Birdhouse for, <laughs> Birdhouse for sure. Sorry, Reese. <laughs> Worst trend? Oh, man. Uh, dude, the... Just all of that, like, that Instagram stuff where, like, dudes will be, like, have, like, Louis, Louis Vuitton grip, and they'll be in Jordans, and they'll hop out, like, their parents' Maserati, and, like, <laughs> film an edit at Stoner. What's up with that, you know? They'll get, like, 200,000 views, though, but yet I'll post, like, clip of, like, Gilbert doing, like, the newest, like, mind-bending trick, and it'll get, like like three likes i'm like what the hell i'm like what what's going on with skating instagram's a twisted place man explore page man yeah worst style (laughs) chris johnson oh oh. (laughs) that's good wait i hope you're talking about a single person Oh yeah, 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 yeah. that's a good one. Wow, we got that before. Justin's a real one. Have we got that? I don't think so. Damn, how come nobody thought of that? Hey, he gets he gets bugged though, but I just not really with the stair jumping. I'm gonna go on wax and, and fucking agree with that one too. Obviously, he's a fucking beast, but yeah, yeah. I mean, well, ain't style, looking too pretty. His style ain't yeah. doing it for stair, me. Stair stair jumping's a little weird. That's oh. a really good one. Last person you want on the sesh? Uh, Steve Barra. Oh, oh, damn. Clean. <laughs> Doing it like your boys at Quasi coming in hot with the gunshots. Damn, we've had like half the team on now. Yeah, man. Just Jacob Johnson, Al Davis, and Bledsoe. That's all. Get him on. We got we to get to those three. Yeah. We yeah. tried to get to Bledsoe earlier this season, but he's it's tough, I heard. Yeah. Man. He's out in Portland, chilling. Well, yo, fucking enough respect for coming on the show. And uh, all three of us got to shout out a special someone. Give him some love. Oh, it's Justin six one six, man. Justin six or Justin LeCompte, aka Justin six one six, the Bunt's biggest fan. And also, thanks for plugging in some dirt, dude. I'm gonna find <laughs> you. I'm gonna find you and dunk on you, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Justin, man. Appreciate you out there, and uh, hopefully, we'll meet you one of these days. Big time, man. All right, y'all. That's gonna wrap up our interview, dude. Thank you so much for stopping by Studio E. And uh, doing this for the people. Hell yeah. Thank you, guys. It was fun. Nice meeting you two uh, the other day in Montreal. Hell yeah. Catch you on a basketball court real soon. All right, I'll see I'll see you on there. Yo, I'll break 616, too, if Yo, you want, man. Yo, hey, two, two on, on two. two. Yeah, two on two. <laughs> <laughs>
Welcome back to the post office brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And this week it's all about America's wet, hot Canadian summer tour video. You can find it over at thrashermag.com. This ain't your average tour vid. This is an epic journey across the north with America's legendary squat. Demos were dusted, streets were scorched, and brews were boozed. Man, you know our good homie Leo Romero kept his gnar blade sharp. This is a video you ain't gonna wanna miss. Thrashermag.com, y'all know where to find it. Let's get these emails popping. You've got mail. First up, we got an email from Brian Hurd. What's poppin', Bunt Gang? Been a minute since I dropped by the post office. Before I ask my question, I gotta say, D. Jones, you were right about my Lions. Never should have doubted the experts. Man, if you watched last Sunday night, Lions put a whooping on the Patriots and uh, left some people unhappy, man. But anyways, me and a few of the homies have been getting hyped on no-push lines recently and have even been trying some ourselves. So my question is, what is a no-push line that comes to mind for you guys? Shoutouts to the 4G gang in Michigan. Stand up. Keep on killing it, boys. Much respect. Yo, no push lines are definitely dope as hell. Hard to think of uh, the best ones. We're probably forgetting a bunch, but I don't remember the exact order of the tricks, but Dennis Buznitz at Third and Army does, I think, nose blunt, allege, and lip slide, then tail slide, and then ends it with backside flip, fakie manny half cab. If you've ever been there, you know that doing three tricks on those ledges in a row and having enough speed to get that crazy Manny at the end is like insane. He's probably the only human who could do that. Uh, so I'm going to go with that one. Definitely one of the harder questions to come up with off the top of our head. Um, but something fresh on our mind, Tori Goodall, back nose grind, the nollie heel, back tail. I'm going to go with that one from his part in Baby Steps. Shouts to Tori, man. <laughs> come back to Canada, G. Real talk. All right, next up, we got an email from Waves of Nostalgia. Hey, I'm a longtime listener and fan from the start of season one. I started listening to you guys during my daily runs that help keep this 34-year-old body lean and spry, which in turn keeps me enjoying skateboarding. A few questions for the post office. Which Canadian skater or skaters blew it the hardest in pursuit of making it in the skate game? Which Canadian skater or skaters surprised you guys the most in making a career of their skateboarding. Keep up the great work as while well, remaining the number one podcast in skateboarding. So the skater who blew it the hardest in pursuit of making it, hence you might need to pop off a gunshot, but I gotta go with Mickey Papa. <laughs> technically, technically he's probably one of the most skilled skateboarders in the world, but it looks like shit, and I don't think anyone gives a shit what mm -hmm. he's doing, except for probably his Instagram followers. But at the same time, you know, knowing him, he's also kind of a little douchebag, so... Ghost, man. It's not... You wake up on the wrong side of the bed today? <laughs> Maybe I did, dog. This is, uh, is that your version of uh, positive vibes a la Tori Goodall, eh? Yeah, come in positive, leave yeah. burning the barn down. Who knows, man? Who knows what could come out of your mouth after that? My pick for a skater who blew it. I don't know if I want to say he blew it. Maybe just like let us down, but I guess he's happy. I just wish Travis Stanger was still in the skate game and we got to see more parts out of him, man. I'm not saying he blew it. I'm just saying would have liked to see a skate career out of the guy. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely not saying he blew it. We, he 
chose to stop skating or whatever. I feel like he could have had a career if he wanted, but uh, all his fans. We want more. We wanted more. Yeah. And, and then, we want him to come on the pod. Big time. Man. Show yourself. <laughs> Raul, show yourself. <laughs> and as far as the second question goes, which Canadian skater or skater surprised you the most in making a career? I'm going to go save his answer for the first one, man. I don't know how the hell Mickey Papa made a career out of this thing. Ooh. Yeah, I guess he's hanging on by the skin of his street league teeth these days. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like like your Stanger answer, this is not a shot. I'm a big fan, and it's the homie. But this is more of a compliment. I'm dodging the question. This is a good question. In a way. Yeah, very good question. I'm going to say Ryan Desenzo because when we were younger, like he's, I think, four years older than me, and I felt like he had a late start to his career. Like him, Magnus, and Scooter came up together, and he was like older than all of them. And mm-hmm. then somehow he, not somehow, he's fucking amazing, but he's the one who popped, and he's the one who is, I don't know how the hell he still skates at such a high level, and he's been doing it for ever now like since we remember dude you know circa what was that video called uh the one at kibosh Kibosh. from kibosh till now how long is that like it's too long 14 years this man's still jumping off buildings he just three flipped over the rail hella success into the bank uh in montreal ryan you're a fucking beast we got to get him on too one of these days yeah next season he's coming on all right next up we got an email from luke What's up, Bunt? I've noticed in skateboarding is a trajectory for companies with their popularity. Once something becomes so big and well-known, it kind of kills what made it special in the first place. For instance, Supreme seems real lame to me now. I hate to say it, but I think I'm right. (laughs) Some things are timeless like indie, but those are few and far between. Hey man, indie's time is coming too with Sternum on the rise. Do you guys think Nike or Adidas will ever collapse in skateboarding and become uncool, or is there too much money in it? Also, what Sinner was saying about Smiths on Ledges did not make sense. Peace. (laughs) If I had to put money on one of them collapsing, it would definitely be Nike. And In skateboarding. Yeah, in skateboarding. I wouldn't call it a collapse. It would just be them pulling the plug, which... I hope it doesn't happen because a lot of skaters that we love, you know, ride for Nike mm-hmm. and you want to see almost every skater <laughs> on Nike, uh, but it would be funny to wake up in a world where everyone got dusted off Nike and to see the mad scramble of like Dude. the hundreds of dudes or I don't even They've know. They've been in it for a while, though, man. I don't think they're going anywhere. This SB thing's working for them. I know, but dog, they... They pull the plug on golf and snowboarding just like that. Like, you know, what's to stop them from doing it with skating? Yeah, yeah nothing. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I hope it doesn't happen. But if, if it's between Nike and Adidas, I'd say Nike has a higher chance of pulling the plug. Honestly, that'd be a real cool thing, man. I'll put a lot more money back in skating. Can get some more skater-owned shoe companies back in here. Maybe the bunch shoes would pop off <laughs> or something. Who knows? We looking nah, for nah. expansion. Nah, we, we doing van shoes, baby. The oh, fuck you talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> ants, ants, delete that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'd say uh, I'd go with Nike, I guess, too. Tough question, man. It could be either or. Who really knows? But it's and, definitely coming one day or another. And yes, 
what Sinner said about Smith Grinds definitely made no sense. What did he say about Smith but Grinds? But we love we love Sinner anyways. He said that Smiths on ledges are whack. Period. Oh, it's ridiculous. Only on rails. Yeah. Maybe Sinner will start a shoe company if they ever go under. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got an email from Evan Kiso. Regular emailer for the show. Shouts to Evan. Yo, what pop? The player Tory was talking about is none other than Liverpool legend Robbie Fowler. Speaking of footy, where is Mike Henry taking a cheat year like Dompier because the man's team is still not hot? I'm going to haul at Mike Henry for an answer on that one. Anyways, have two questions for you too. What was your favorite moment of the glory challenge? And Seifa, what do you think about LeBron James being the new face of Space Jam 2? Is this the final piece of the puzzle for a warranted MJ comparison? I'm only kidding, but are you going to cheer him on when he's playing for your team? Cheers, Evan. Bruv, I don't know why LeBron's doing Space Jam 2. Why doesn't he just make a fucking new thing, his own thing? Like, why is this man on Jordan's nuts so much? Yeah, I'm not really a big fan of it either. There's only one place it can go is down. Space Jam 1 was legendary. So good. Not really looking forward. I love LeBron, and I'm not even looking forward to this. I think it was a a bad move. Just try and do your own thing, man. Straight up. Shaq went for it. His sucked, but he (laughs) went for it, man. Like Just have some balls and go for it. Set your own lane, man. Dude, I couldn't have said it better. Kobe worshipped the hell out of Jordan, but you don't see him like he's Kobe though. To do- like LeBron, kind of cheeses me that he like really wants to be MJ. Man, just let it go, dog. You're the <laughs> king. You're the chosen one. Do your own thing, man. I mean, Kobe. He's got his own TV show, which is kind of cool. That like barbershop show. Yeah, yeah. But it's like he wants to be in Hollywood and start doing his shit, and he has been doing some stuff, producing some stuff. But your first big movie is just gonna be. Like Jordan's shadow, like come on, dog. Yeah. Was this Space Jam episode two? Like, <laughs> is he playing Michael Jordan? That'd be funny. Yeah, like what? What's the plot this time? The monsters are back. Like, do your own thing, fool. Yeah. And as far as cheering for them, the funny part is that Le- looking at LeBron's career, he probably would have joined the monsters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it sucks because. I love that joke, but these days Kevin Durant's the butt of all those jokes. But That's let's true. not forget LeBron. Well, the funny too. part is that they're probably going to hook up in LA, fucking match made in heaven. Oh so. my god, I hope that never happens. But uh, yo, you think is KD a fake tough guy or what, man? This guy's always puffing out his chest in the NBA. I'd like to see. I would have liked to see him and Boogie Cousins go at it, man. I don't know, man, because they're all fake tough guys, yeah, you know, true. so it's hard to say who's like really a fake tough guy. But as far as cheering for them, I'm actually so bummed LeBron's on that team because I love the Lakers. Take LeBron off that team. I would love to watch that crazy uh, group of guys they got together, like just Beasley, Rondo, JaVale, Lance Stevenson, mm-hmm. and then the, the dope young core. I, I absolutely love it. It's going to be weird. I'm going to watch the games, hope they win, but also cheer against lebron at the same time it's weird mm-hmm. all right and last part of the email well one of the first questions but we're gonna get to it last favorite moment from glory dude when you go to an event like that it's hard to pinpoint one so i'm gonna fire off a couple of my favorite moments wade d bringing back the ship to canada obviously a favorite hello respect for eyeshot but that was a soft showing just just being honest man 
And uh, another one would be Weck even pulled one on me. I texted him the night that he posted that shit that he was in the hospital. Asked him if he was all right, and he said he's going to be good. <laughs> so, shouts to Weck, ultimate troll. Uh. And then, above all, the street challenge. Shouts out to our homie, good friend of the show, Keith. Just couldn't sit back and watch. Had to get in on the hill challenge. Ended up with a little road rash for the ride home. That shit uh, cracked me up to the fullest. Should I do it? Should I do it on wax right now? Remember what we were talking about last night? Yo, I'm doing it. Yo, Keith, I'm sorry to educate you on this via the bunt and not in person, but that's just kooky behavior when there's a best trick going on and people are going absolutely buck. You can't just hop in there and do a baby ollie off a ledge that people are ollieing like 30 feet and people are like Frank Gerwer's fakey flipping it. You're just going to go up the hill and ollie, and then not only that, slam. <laughs> and then last night at the House of Vans, the rail's getting kicked front blunted. It's getting 180 switch crooked. And Keitho's trying to ollie the flat to flat. <laughs> now, respect, I called you out, and then you heel flipped it. But it was also being nolly back heeled at the same time. Um, Shouts to you, though. Some people need to be educated. Know your place in the contest, man. <laughs> if you ain't up to par with what's going on, then just sit back and enjoy the show like everyone else. How many people are sitting there and watching? Everyone. I'm sure lots of people would have liked to, to do a little ollie here and there, but it ain't your time, man. We love you, Keith, though. I hope, that's, I hope you come away just knowing that. We're going to get a nice text message. Yeah. Uh, anyways, moving on. Love you, Keto. Um, my favorite moment was Weck as well. I knew he was there, but I forgot. Like he actually hid from me because I was like in there earlier in the day, and I was like on the platform where he was hiding all day at the very yeah. top. And he said, "I was like, oh, what the hell?" Like, and he's like, "Oh, I saw you earlier and hid." I was like, "No way!" <laughs> and then when he came out and that Austin, fucking the Austin three sixteen music came on, that was so fucking jokes. And then. Him winning the Gladiator Challenge couldn't have scripted that any better if they tried. Yeah. Uh, and then just, fuck. Downhill Challenge was insane, insane. to watch, too. But uh, epic and weekend. Wrapping up the two nights at the block party. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking beating you in the race was another highlight of the weekend. And uh, beating Josh on the uh, fucking Gladiator thing. So in case you haven't gotten the point... The whole weekend was built with highlights, so if they do it again next year, you yeah. know where to go, man. Yo, D. Jones, I just got a text from Keitho, and I got shook. I was like, wait, there's, <laughs> did, he, did he hear did us? Did he hear? <laughs> did he hear? <laughs> and he's texting. He was just texting about something unrelated, but it was just funny to see his name right after we went in. A little bit ass. of fear. Yeah. All right, next up, we got an email from the Neighborhood Skate Mag. What's up, Bunk Gang? First off, just want to say great job on the podcast. Been listening steady since the first episode, and you guys never fail to entertain. Damn, respect. Now to my question. While on the way to the dime contest, these guys know what they're doing, with a couple of friends, the topic came up. Who do you think is the best skateboarder of all time? When asked, I immediately said Costin, while the other two picked Gons and Danny Way. 
This is obviously subjective and there is a handful of people who could be argued to be the best for various reasons. Would like to hear your opinion on this. Keep killing it and let's get some more Canadian legends on the show. Would love to hear Lee Yanku and Will Marshall. Don't you worry about the Canadians. We're <laughs> knocking them down one at a time, but we got to mix it up. It's a um, worldwide thing, man. You feel me? Bro, that's a tough question. That's the hardest. I mean, Gons and Costin, it'd be hard to argue that either of them aren't the greatest. I mean, we can make an argument that Danny Way isn't the greatest, but the other two, solid answers. It's it's just one of those things where it's eras, like we were talking about with Justin, mm-hmm. you know, the Jordan era, yeah. Kobe, Sports. LeBron. It's similar, but this isn't even recency bias, but I honestly think... When a shot where his career is over and, you know, he hangs him up or whatever, I think he's one of the most well-rounded, talented people on a skateboard ever. And then Shane O'Neill, too. It, like, those are my, my top two right there. But they're from this generation. You got once someone yeah, that might be a little older. More, like, all time. That's tough, too, man. I'm, I love Costin, but I'm, I lean a little bit more towards Andrew Reynolds. Holy shit. Reynolds, eh? Is he's got he's got tranny skills. Like he, I feel like he makes a point to do a bit of everything in his parts. Like, yeah. if you look at his best manies over the years, he's done some dope ones. If you look at obviously his stair jumping, his best rail tricks, like he's done some huge random like switch tails and shit. Like, I'm a Reynolds guy for sure. This is obviously a question that everyone could have a different answer to, but for me. I'm going to go with Mike Carroll. Obviously, some guys are techer. Some guys are doing bigger tricks. But I've always just thought Mike Carroll was the best, man. From modus operandi on, he's my number one, along with Rob Welsh. But I think Carroll's better than Welsh. Yeah, I know fun. you're not the biggest Carroll fan, but there is a generation that is absolutely in love with MC. Yeah, I feel like I got a bad rap for that, but it's not that I don't like Carol. I'm just not one of his worshippers. I definitely respect the shit of him. Uh, always watch his parts and shit, but there's some people who have him on that pedestal, you know? I'm just not one of them. And I only lean Reynolds over Costin because of the longevity, too. Like, think about... Costin slowing down a bit. Costin slowed down a little bit. I would pick Eric Costin. Yeah. yeah, dude, I don't know. I remember Baker 2G, I think, Reynolds was like, this is my last part, and then he kept Costin saying it every video. Dumb skilled, man. That's true. Good question. Also impossible to answer. Yeah, if you ever want to kill an hour, bring that up. <laughs> All right, next up, we got an email from Switch Trade Connoisseur. Yes, fam. Mainly, I wanted to bring up Mines at Thrasher. Be putting major disrespect on Wade's name, not including the game of skate in the edit. That's a four-time world champ they're disrespecting. I know you said in last week's episode Ashad rolled his ankle, but he was wall riding good enough. (laughs) Is this the Americans upset about a Canadian legend smoking them again? Fuck the chest. Best wishes and warm regards. I didn't watch the edit, did you? I watched the edit. There was no game of skate at all in there? No game escape. Thrasher shook, man. I don't know. They're trying to hold our boy down. But Canada, stand up, (laughs) baby. Hey, give them some time because they released the street challenge today. So So maybe maybe the game escape will be its own little edit. I doubt it. But 
Maybe Ashad got cheesed and didn't want that scene. Yeah, well, maybe he should have skated the whole way to the end when he was doing his tricks. Yeah, that was and weird. And maybe they would have they would have shown it. Yep. Yeah. Hey, we're trying to get a shot on. Don't be mean. And our last email is coming in from Bosco. What's up, Bump Boys? Thanks for keeping those long days at the computer entertaining. Wondering what your thoughts are on brands that have gone out of business and come back. Personally, I feel like it's usually a bad idea. Can't think of any brand that came back that was dope the second time. The new plan B is pure trash, for example. Also kind of wish Alien would have just stayed ended, even though my son Yajay Popson is a beast. Anyways, bless up guys. Thanks for what you do. Major shout out to the boys at All Timers, Quarter Snacks, Dime, Portland Steagle Boys, and anyone else I forgot. Bless. This guy knows what's good with the brands, yo. Yeah, hey. He did his research, bro. You kind of forgot classic grip and sternum, but it's time for learning. <laughs> as far as comeback brands go, I think you're bang on, man. It's hard to go out and come back with that uh that kind of hype still behind you. Bro, remember when I used to ride for Plan B when it first came back? Woo! The good old days. I think that's what he was referring to. I, I ruined it for Canada. It'd have been dope. Uh, are there any ones that are dope? The Winnipeg Jets went out of business and came back, and they're flourishing right now. Ghetto Child Wheels. They're back? I think so. Who would have known? Fucking Brian Herman told us. But Brian uh, yeah. Herman's part of it. Yeah. I agree, man. If you go out of business once, what makes you think you ain't gonna go out of business again, right? So it happened for a reason. Just deal with it, G. Yeah, shorties and fucking. I feel like some Kareem Campbell shit tried to come back to City Stars. City Stars. Action. And action. Yeah, all three of those tried to come back. Yeah. Hey, that's why we ain't never going out of business, man. Oh my it's god! It's in our own hands. Someone's gonna, someone's gonna keep that audio on a loop. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's gonna wrap up the post office. Only one episode left this season. Get your emails in, Theo Banks, man. If somehow you you survived that gunfire, got a second life like Fifty Cent, holla at us, G. We worried. Only one thing left to do. Hit y'all with the rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. This week, we're starting with a little NBA news. Media day just popped off. Even Kawhi's cracking a smile, hitting us with a little laugh or two. The excitement for the NBA is back. And Jimmy Butler is asking for a trade, man. We have our resident NBA expert in the building, Ghost. Give us a prediction on where Jimmy Butler is landing. I hope he comes to the Raptors, but that's just hope. As far as a prediction, I feel like the T-Wolves will not want to send him to the teams he wants to go to. Just to... Actually, Thibodeau's got his back. They're homies. He turned him... and He was his coach that turned him from a scrub to an all-star, making $90 million. Uh, but I actually have no fucking clue where he's going. No educated guess on that. Uh, Miami, if I had to pick one. Not bad. They got they're, the keys. They're desperate for a, a new star. Mm -hmm. And uh, with Dwayne Wade's farewell season coming and them being best friends. Perfect. I can see that. Right off into the sunset, Dwayne Wade and Jimmy Butler can take over. Not too much NBA news. We're going to get into some NBA. 
preseason picks. Hold on, hold on. There was one other thing that I know you love. A massive bag was secured. Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, he found out that Jimmy Butler was leaving, <laughs> and he he was eager to sign those papers. Hundred and ninety million, five years. My God, NHL man, take notes, dog. Dude. These guys are getting ripped off. Carl Anthony Towns just got a whole team salary cap, essentially. <laughs> oh, that's so fucked. Yeah, Yo, you know what's hilarious about that is, like you said, the second. Like, I remember, let's it say it was a Wednesday. Back to back. Yeah, it yeah. was like Wednesday, Jimmy Butler request trade. Thursday, Cat, $190 million. They were just mm. waiting to see if they could keep Jimmy. Uh, man, the NBA is crazy, man. I also don't think that Jimmy got along with Cat and Wiggins. No, he hates he yeah. hates them. You see Wiggins' brother tweeted yeah, hallelujah. Was, uh, Twitter fingers, man. That was yeah. the funniest thing. Keep your Twitter fingers in your pockets, man. You're going to run into some trouble. Steven Jackson. Dude, Steven Jackson was like, yo, this is NBA talk, man. Stay out of it. Like he he commented. Uh Andrew Wiggins' brother, Nick Wiggins, I think, commented on Steven Jackson's Insta being like, You're a bum. Like you probably only averaged six point five points per game mm-hmm. and got carried by Tim Duncan. I'm like, bro, how do you not know that Steven Jackson averaged like twenty points per game over four different years in the league? Like you're barking up the wrong tree. He's and a fucking, he'll slap you. Yeah, and he's just a legend, certified boss. You've never played in the NBA. Just keep your fucking mouth shut. Make giving us Canadians a bad look. <laughs> yeah. Let's move over to the NFL. It was the week of upsets. No one could have predicted the Buffalo Bills beating the Minnesota Vikings. A couple other surprising victories were the Redskins taking down the Packers. The Titans beat the Jaguars. And then, like I said earlier, the Lions took down the Patriots. Of these four upsets, which one was the most surprising to you? And of all the winners in this game, of these four games, who do you think will carry this momentum throughout the season? Oh, that's a tougher question. But the biggest upset, uh, hands down, was the Vikings one. I think, like, the odds, I saw something where it was like... It's over two touchdowns. Yeah, which is the, one of the rarest things ever. The spread was right. Yeah, it was like the the biggest upset in like since 1990, whatever. I forget mm-hmm. the year, but um, that was shocking. You had their defense in fantasy. I know you weren't expecting that. I had fucking Kirk Cousins. After the first touchdown, I was like, okay, like they got a lucky one. And then 14 nothing. I'm like, that's all right because we can still turn get some turnovers, yeah. you know. And then when it went to 20 something, I was like, I gotta go, man. I'm done with football for today. Yeah, similar uh, vibes when I was watching. I was kind of hyped when it was 14-0. I'm like, oh, okay, this means Kirk's gonna be throwing. That's all what afternoon. I told Simon. Simon was hitting me up. He's he owns Kirk Cousins. He was cheese. I was like, this is good. This is good for you because now he has to throw all game. Yeah, he did throw all game, but it wasn't working out for him. So if you go with that one, I'm gonna pick. The Titans beating the Jaguars. That's crazy. Blaine Gabbert starts the game, gets destroyed. Mariota comes in, and they're able to pull. I thought Mariota was hurt, but now he's playing. (laughs) And I'm like, yo, Blake Bortles, what he did last week, now you can't do nothing against the Titans. This is what I don't like about Blake the Snake, man. But I'll go with that one. The other two were crazy, too. The Patriots losing in prime time to Detroit. Had me sick, dog. That cliff might be coming, bro. Cliff ain't even close, man. Brady to Gronk ain't looking too hot the last they couple weeks. They need Josh Gordon. They got no wide receivers. No, one, You don't even have to cover Hogan, man. What's the matter with that guy? I don't know. Yeah, Double team Gronk and mm-hmm. it's a wrap. 
of all those four upsets, the team that's probably going to carry the momentum the most, I'd say, is probably the Redskins. Nice win over the Packers. The Packers, they're a beatable team if Aaron Rodgers is hobbled, and he is right now. So I'll go with the Redskins. Adrian Peterson had himself a hell of a game. Alex Smith did his regular old thing. Jordan Reed staying healthy. Jameson Crowder even got involved. So I'll go with the Redskins. Of course, I dropped Crowder before his fucking only good game so far this year. Uh, I'm going to go with the Redskins too. Definitely don't believe in the Bills. The Titans are too loose, man. Never know what to do. Like stumbled into the playoffs and then beat the Chiefs and then just suck. Like there's... It's like a different team that shows up every week and they're winning with all these like random ass trick plays and unsustainable yeah. shit. Um, so yeah. Yo, did you see the Dolphins trick play? No, I missed that one. Oh my God, I'm gonna show you that one. This is so... Everyone should go look up that Dolphins trick play because that was absolutely insane. But moving on, Lev Bell, we just heard Pittsburgh Steelers are now accepting trade offers. My question to you is who in the NFL could use Love Bell the most and where do you think he'll end up? Yo, you know I love me some Love Bell. He's fucking me over in my one league, but luckily I got James Conner and it might be a blessing in disguise if he gets traded this season. All of a sudden you got James Conner and Love Bell on That's different This could work out for you. This could work yeah. out for all those Love Bell owners who picked up James Conner. And it can work out for those bastards like Simon who grabbed James Conner in the 14th round. Sons of bitches. Uh, But, yo, I don't think this would ever happen because Aaron Rodgers just got paid out the ass and Green Bay's cheap. But if they just rented him for this season and got rid of that dusty committee, the Aaron Jones and the Jamal Williams and Ty Montgomery and just gets you some Lev Bell, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. Oh, my God. That'd be sickening. I got two options here. Obviously, I would love for him to go to the New England Patriots, but they just took a risk on Josh Gordon, so I don't know if they'll uh, be willing to part ways with the type of assets you might need to acquire Lev. But you came up with this one, and I, as soon as I heard it, I thought it was brilliant. The Seattle Seahawks have been looking for a running back since they got rid of, since Marshawn left. They haven't been able to fill the void. And, uh, hey, Webb Bell's a running back, and Seattle Seahawks have lots of carries to go around right now because Rashad Penny and Chris Carson, they're doing all right, but Webb Bell can do a lot better. Prev, let me tell you, Rashad Penny ain't doing all right. He's well, they about, won last week. He's they about won to hit week. the wire. Fuck, drafted you in both <laughs> leagues thinking you were a sleeper, you piece of trash, three yards. Fucking. Anyways, uh, another one, though, quick one. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have probably the worst run game in the fucking NFL right now. Non-existent. Yep. Their lucky Fitz magic is snapping and they're fucking blowing teams out and shit. But if they had a Lev Bell, it'd be it. Mm-hmm. They could maybe squeeze into the playoffs. Hey, what's the way they're looking right now? They're going to be in the playoffs. Real shit. And this is something we usually don't do, but we're going to end this episode on a low note. Jimmy G has torn his ACL. Sexy Jimmy G. Jimmy GQ. <laughs> Porn star dating Jimmy. Ants, cue the sad music, man. Let's all take this moment of silence to remember what could have been for the 49ers this season. Just wrap it up. Yes, extremely sad. And on that note, we out, y'all. Yeah.